Today is the feast day of St. Charles Luanga and his companions. They are African martyrs. I'm, I'm remiss not to know what country. I'm sorry, I think it's Nigeria. Some of you may know. I, I read their, the account of their martyrdom when I was a young man. I was 18. I was in high school. Daily mass, daily rosary, intent on being a priest. You know, my name is Carl, Carlos. In English they say Carlos. They destroy the romantic sound of it, of that Carlos. Anyway, I'm not going to belabor the point. But this, the, the French rendition of Carlos is Charles. And from there we have the English, Charles. This is the saint. So he's my namesake, Charles. He was the head of catechist among these other African um, Catholic Christians and very zealous. And the, the king of, of that area he was very perverse. He was steeped in homosexuality. And he, uh, we would say, according to the scripture, he's a sodomite. And, and he, was, he, he insisted with these Christian, this, these young, very noble. Charles was from a noble family. He was a very noble young man. And um, he wasn't a child. And, but the king wanted his way with these men. And to satisfy his perverse lust. And Charles resisted with all his might and he was killed for it. And so were the others. It's a great, these are great saints for our age of, of perverse corruption of our youth, especially in the Archdiocese of Newark. I, um, I, I hope I'm not going out of the way to say that the man who ordained me, um, who is now, he was laicized Archbishop McCarrick, he's not an Archbishop anymore, Cardinal McCarrick, he is, his name is now Theodore. He's still alive, may God have mercy on him, may he repent. I, and what he did or didn't do, but he was, he, the Pope, Pope Francis, disciplined that man for this very type of thing, this abuse of, of young men, of his own seminarians. I have first-hand knowledge of his, of his perversion and I don't think I need to say anything further. I thank God that God saved me from all of that um, terrible abuse of, of good Christian men. Um, I don't think there's anything further that I would like to say about that. It's such a distasteful reality in which we are steeped. We are living in Sodom, friends. When it reaches the highest levels of the church, you know that the world is very corrupt. Because priests don't come ready-made from heaven. They come from fathers and mothers. They come from families. And they're formed in the corruption of bad homes, usually. Bad priests usually come from bad parents. Enough on that. <laughs> so Charles must have had great parents and his companions because they stood firm against these wicked men. Of which we are surrounded in our perverse age, and our children are being brainwashed in the same perversions. It's sorry to say. And in this corrupt culture, if you keep quiet, you are complicit. You have to speak up. You either have to run for the hills 
as Lot did with his family. It was the same sin that destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot and his, his, his sons were to be raped by the men of Sodom. And they left. And, it, and the wife liked it. And she looked back and still she stands there as a pillar of salt. You either have to run for the hills or you have to scream bloody murder like Charles Luanga and his companions. And I'm screaming bloody murder. Let them cut my tongue out. But it's worse than murder to abuse our young men. Especially those who are preparing to be priests. But let me just go to the other very beautiful point of that first reading about the holiness of marriage. The to, 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 Tobias and his wife Sarah were chosen by God to marry each other just as Adam and Eve, just as Eve was made from the rib of Adam. Every marriage, it's, there's a beautiful line here that says, your marriage was designed in heaven. Every true marriage is designed in heaven. And any use of the sexual faculty is for the holy act of marriage and nothing else. And there's a very beautiful prayer here which I, which I think would be a perfect homily for a, for a wedding. I think I'm going to use it for my upcoming weddings in, in Spanish and English in, in, in our parish of Holy Trinity. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but just let me read you, re- recap a little of it. It's a very, and, and, and just get the image in your head. The, a man, a, this man and his woman on the wedding night, this woman was possessed by demon, by a demon, Os, Osmodeus. And Osmodeus killed her husbands on the night of the wedding, one after another, without consummating the wedding. So, so Tobias is sent by Raphael to sanctify. Well, he had to burn the liver of the fish. He did a, he, he did a holy mass, we could say. He, he, he expelled the demon by the ritual given to him by the, the archangel, Raphael. But now they get up. They're naked. They get up. They kneel down by the bed. And they pray before consummating the marriage after their holy wedding. And, and this is what it, it, to, Tobias tell, tells her, stand up. She got up and they started to pray and, and, and begged that deliverance might be theirs. And God delivered them. I'm not going to read the prayer for you. You can, you can look it up yourself. Then the book of Tobit, just as, a, as an aside, the book of Tobit is a great book on the holiness of marriage. On, on how God arranges this miracle of a man giving himself to a woman and her receiving him totally and giving herself back reciprocally for their entire life. And it's from there, from that holiness, that chaste love, not for lust, he says, that chaste love is from, it is from that holy place that God raises up, wishes to raise up saints for heaven.